Channel Podcast. Skating next and representing United States of America. Legal. Nathan Chen. Nathan Chen is a two-time world champion figure skater from the USA. And a quad jump is spinning around in the air four times. And Nathan was the first to land five different types of quads in one program. Who's ever seen a technical element sheet like this? Quad loops, quad flip, quad flip, quad toe loop, quad toe loop, quad salco. Five green out of six. Even though he came away from Pyeongchang with an Olympic bronze medal from the team event, Nathan's performance fell, well, below his very high expectations, especially in the short programme. Nathan Chen of the United States, 18 years old, he is not going to be happy with that performance. I think that this guy has got an enormous future and it's like some days at 18 year olds their body is in alignment and another another days I haven't quite caught up. Since the Olympics though it's been success after success so how did he get over it? Olympic champion figure skater Merrill Davis sat down with Nathan to find out and talk about his recent win at the Grand Prix Final 2. Olympic Channel Podcast. Yeah, I mean, of course, I wasn't thrilled with the results from the Olympics. However, um, it really framed myself in a light that's like, okay, I can make mistakes. I've made mistakes on the biggest stage. You know, going forward, if I continue to make mistakes, it's okay as long as I continue trying to improve. And really, that's just been my mindset that has helped me stay rational in, in, in competition time. Um, and I think that because of that sort of new mentality, it's actually helped me skate better and it's helped me train better, um, being more okay with my mistakes, being more okay with, you know, quote-unquote failure so that I have someone to improve off of. And I think that definitely just having that mindset and training even has helped me a lot. I think that definitely is a part of, you know, how I've gotten better over the past couple of years. Ultimately, I feel like any skater, any athlete, like that's their dream to be Olympic champion. That's really what, we've, what most athletes are striving towards. Um, and of course, that's something that I really, really want to obtain. Um, and the thing that for me is like, I know it's partially realistic, partially still a fantasy, you know, I still have to do the right steps to hypothetically put myself in the best position to get it. But at the end of the day, whether or not I get it, it's like, there's so many other variables that I can't really control. So as of now, again, I like to focus on things one at a time um, in, until I get to that position. Um, but ultimately, as long as I have got, as long as I can get to the games, having put in, put everything that I possibly can to get to that stage and succeed, um, I'll be pretty satisfied regardless of the results. He's going after the Lutz and it hasn't worked. Criticism hurts. I mean, no matter who you are, I think that hearing words that, especially things that you can't personally change, don't feel great. But I think I, I, I definitely do try to split criticism into two, two different like genres where one is like something that you genuinely can change, like, you know, things that you can constructively, you know, you can you can work on these things, you know you can get better at them, whether it's like a long term getting better or just like immediately, you know, tomorrow you can fix these things. Those are things those are things that I think are actually really helpful to me. Um, things that I like literally can't do about myself, those things that I like I'm either born with or things that just like really don't matter to me. I just try to like ignore as much as I can or talk to someone about that and they're just like, yeah, that's a joke. Don't don't take that seriously, you know? Um, and I think that really helps me with with criticism. Our next game representing Japan. 
Yuzuru Hanyu was the Olympic champion in 2018, but since then, Chen has actually managed to take him on and win. He won the Grand Prix final for the third time in 2019, and it was the first time that Yuzuru was there. Nathan really pushing harder and harder for the figure skating, so it's like, what? Why mix harder? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm really older, <laughs> older than him, so. Of course I can say I got I got two gold medals for the Olympics, but you know, it's a past things. <laughs> I want to I want to live in the now. I typically don't watch him skate, but I hear the reaction of the people, so I, I can tell when he's on point that day. Um, so it was, it's great to have that, though. I mean, it, it really fires me up, makes me you know, want to attack my jumps more, makes me want to be a little bit more aggressive with my skating. Um, and I think that's something that I don't feel quite as much when he's not competing with me. And I, I really enjoy that sort of challenge, that sort of um, pressure from him. Um, and you know, there's so many aspects of his skating that are miles ahead of mine, so that's also something that I want to continue improving on to try to just at least match him in every aspect that we possibly can, and I think that's awesome as competitors. Um, and as much as I can, I would love to have you know, maybe some things that I'm a little bit better at that he wants to try to motivate himself to be better at. Um, but beyond that, you know, it's, it's just great to have someone like that in the sport. And I was just thinking this, like, you know, he brought up um, Javi, and it's pretty amazing to think that, you know, of course, like Yuzu has won two Olympics, so he's been a part of two Olympic cycles. But like he's truly been like integrated in the pre in the past um, generations, current generation, even you know now is going into the future generation. Um, so it's cool to be able to see you know a skater that has excelled in every single generation that he skated against. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just an honor to be able to to share the share the ice with him. Something that I've noticed within the current guys um, skating within like top 10 plus, I mean, actually all the guys really right now, we're all very competitive, but we also realize how much work every single person has put into the sport, how dedicated, how devoted they have been to their sport and continue to be. Um, and so I think that because of that mutual respect, we all genuinely are friendly to each other. We genuinely care about each other um, beyond just like a skating sort of competitive respect. You know, we actually care about how the person's doing and all these different things. Um, and I kind of felt that that wasn't necessarily the case maybe when I was a little bit younger, but now I definitely feel like people are trying harder to be nicer, to be, you know, better, better competitors, better, you know, sportsmen. Um, and so it's, I, I really like that trend and I'm really hoping that that continues to develop and people continue to realize how, you know, like we're all in this together anyways, you know, so it's, it's and of course, only one person gets to win each competition, but at the same time, any person can win it. So we all have equal chance to do it. Um, and to just really respect the fact that like, maybe you'll get it, maybe you won't, but that's okay, you know, because we've all put in the work to do so. Something I'm always struck by when, you know, watching Yuzuru or listening to him give interviews right. is where do you find that motivation from? Once you've won one Olympic gold medal, two Olympic gold medals, you know, what are, what motivates you? And, and today in the press conference, he mentioned that you are a huge motivation for him. Um, so can you talk about that and also a little bit about your motivation? Um, I mean, he's a huge motivator for me. Um, I was actually quite nervous heading to the short program, program considering his past couple short programs and how high his score has been. Um, and so 
that has definitely motivated me in training, being like, okay, you've messed up the past two short programs in the past two competitions, so you need to really make sure that um, you try to clarify all the things that you've made mistakes on and improve on that so that when I come to the final, I'm ready to attack the short program um, and try to just close up the deficit since I figured there'd be, there would be some deficit there. Um, but of course, you know, things change during competitions. You know, we're all, we're all human, we make mistakes. So, you know, I don't take anything away from his performance. Um, he did the best that he possibly could at this current situation. I was just fortunate enough to have things go slightly in my favor. Um, but beyond that, you know, he definitely is a huge motivator for me. Um, always has been, currently still is. And, you know, of course, the key is definitely one of the, the prime motivators, but also the rest of the field is con currently continuing to develop, continuing to improve. Kevin is, has incredible skating skills and his performance is really, you know, you know, top notch. Um, and then you see these junior kids that are, you know, consistently throwing in quad lots as quad toes. That's like part of their curriculum now. Yeah. So, and they're what, like 13. So it's like pretty in, in, impressive to see that. And, um, you know, knowing the people, these people are chasing our tails and also knowing that like Yuzu and all these other um, great skaters are still, you know, in different aspects ahead of me, um, really continues to motivate me as an athlete. One of the reasons people look up to Nathan as well is because he's at Yale. It's one of the world's most prestigious universities and it's meant that Nathan has, well, had to start managing his time effectively. Meaning he's even got himself an electric skateboard to zip around campus that extra bit faster. Well, at the beginning of the season you talked to me a little bit about how, you know, with your load in school, it was going to be a little bit heavier this year than your first year. Mm -hmm. um, and you were anticipating, obviously, it just being a huge challenge, and you weren't really sure how you were going to handle the balance of everything. Right. You're handling it very well. Thanks. Um, talk to me about that, about finding balance and about making it work and, and, and really being able to give your best in everything you do. Right. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I mean, I guess balance kind of comes and goes like you have to prioritize some things over others as certain times go on but um, I sort of learned a little bit from last season about how to manage skating how to manage school um, classes definitely are more difficult this semester um, but utilizing friend resources TAs office hours those are all things that have definitely helped me a lot um, and I don't know I mean this season this season, actually, skating-wise, has been better than I was expecting it to be, um, considering the, the new course load and the new workload. Um, but I've been enjoying it. It's just, you know, I just have to get through this this year and um, academically and just try to maintain what I'm doing on the ice. Um, and hopefully, after that, you know, I'll have time to, to sort of figure things out and um, try to spend a little bit more time with Rafael to prepare for the upcoming seasons. I know you appreciate extreme sport as well. Mm -hmm. I recently saw a skateboard commercial, <laughs> yes. which was epic. It was super <laughs> thank cool. You, thank you. So how does that play a role in your life? How do you have time to do those kinds of things? Mm -hmm. And and what? how does that make you feel? Um, as Boosted goes, it was actually really nice of them to help me out last semester or last year um, during school. At the time, we hadn't formally done anything yet, but I just like they were kind enough to give me a board just so I could use it on campus. Um, and that had really like made my life so much easier on campus just because I could get to classes faster. Um, I could save my energy since walking around all day is pretty tiring. Um, and then being able to get to the rink quickly right after classes was a huge component of all of that. And so really it was just, it was really 
you know, to the kindness of their hearts to, to lend me one of those boards. Um, and then now it's, it became something bigger than that. And they were, they were again, kind enough to like l bring me in as a partner, um, do a commercial as we did. Um, and they were really awesome people to work with. Um, they truly care about you as a person rather than you as like an item that they can, you know, sell. Um, and beyond that, you know, it was just a lot of fun to work with these guys. Um, and tying that, of course, into skating, it's like now, I, again, like I have the opportunity to get to classes faster, to get to the rink faster. Um, and that really saves my time since like every, any minute that I can spend studying or getting ready to skate or all those things really matter. Um, and so I wouldn't necessarily say what I'm doing is extreme just because like I'm just literally writing the board as, as it's supposed to be um, written as opposed to like some of the other uh, boosted athletes that are like doing crazy stuff on the board. Um, but it's really cool to be a part of that family as well and you know, see how, it, it's inspiring to see what other guys are doing. Amazing. Free program with six quad attempts and five made it. Skating to the music of Mao's last dancer, Nathan Chen. Standing ovation. Nathan's incredible success on and off the ice just shows you how focused he is. But it does beg the question, how does he actually do it? I mean, what is the secret? Do you have a mental coach? And whether or not you do have a mental coach, is there a go-to phrase for you on a bad day, a day that you're having some challenges that you help, that helps you to sort of get out of a slump or motivate you through the challenges? Yeah, um, I think that as a person, I tend to just try to like punch my way through any obstacles that you know come in my way. And that's not necessarily always the best approach. Sometimes it's just okay to just sit down and be like, all right, well, today's not going your way but it's okay. And I think, although like it's okay is like a pretty simple phrase, it really does help in a lot of times where you're like really struggling, like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I have to, I have to do these things to pass a class or I have to, you know, do this thing to make sure that I'm prepared for the competition, but I can't, I can't get there right now. I'm too swamped or I'm too, just too stressed out. And I think just being able to be okay, not necessarily with failure, but knowing that failure is an option and it's not the worst option, you know, it's like something that happens to everyone, happens to the best of us. Um, and if you're not necessarily in the best frame of mind or you're not in the best position to succeed as well as you want to, um, you, you have other alternatives to sort of get yourself through the slump. Um, and I think just having, you know, the confidence to, to be able to just keep moving forward, but also give yourself some slack sometimes really, really helps. And I don't personally work with a, a mental coach, but having family members, having friends that talk to me or that I can talk to um, about these sort of issues when I'm really stressed out or struggling definitely helps a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel as though within the skating community, there's sort of this running joke, there's nothing Nathan can't do. Right? <laughs> People say all the time, what, you know, what can't he do? Obviously, things are difficult for you as they are for anyone. You just push through the challenges when Thanks. you face a challenge, mm -hmm. how do you work through that in your head or what's your approach to facing something that is difficult? Um, I mean, yeah, of course, I'm like any other person faces a lot of challenges from time to time. Um, really, I think just like being able to fall back onto my team, you know, my family, my friends, people that support me, um, those are all things that really help me get through tough times. Um, and really just knowing or at least having faith that things will get better as time goes on, you know, those are, especially like right now that, w w that I'm in school, you know, Classes aren't always easy. Exams aren't always like the best. Um, but you know, just being able to know that okay, if you keep putting the work in, if you keep um, giving the time to improve, it will eventually get better. And you have four siblings, mm -hmm. is that right? Yeah, yeah. And you're the youngest of five. Mm -hmm. So speaking of a support system, mm -hmm. what is being the youngest like, and how do your siblings support you through whatever mm -hmm. challenge you're facing? Right. Um, 
I mean, as competitions goes, they'll always watch my competitions. They'll send me a text after or before saying good luck or congrats or whatever. Um, and beyond that, you know, they have actually given me a lot of great um, academic advice since they're all, you know, very well endowed academically. They know exactly what they're doing and they've already made quite good careers out of academics. So it's nice to be able to have role models to look after um, in terms of in, in that sort of realm of my life. Um, and then on top of skating, you know, they just have been there since day one. They know how much effort I put into skating and how much time I put into skating. So they really respect that and, you know, they really hope for the best for me. So it's really nice to have that support. How do you deal with the pressure, especially, you know, as time goes on and you're more recognizable and you have more and more success? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with the pressure? Um, I think something that sort of helps me. And although, like, I say this in, in the sense that I like skating means a lot to me and what I do in skating really, really matters to me. However, you know, if you're able to frame something that's super high pressure, a super high pressure situation in a way that's like not quite as important and so that you approach it as like, okay, this is just another day in the life, you know, you're doing something, whether you do good or bad, it, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's like, it's okay, you can live with it. And that's sort of how I, I'm trying to approach competitions or just high pressure situations in general um, in that like, it's important, of course, this is what you've worked your life towards, um, but in order to just sort of take a weight off your shoulders, just approach it a little bit less seriously and try to have fun with it. Oh, fantastic. Opening quad. And you've been known for a while now, actually, as the Quad King. <laughs> Is that uh, a nickname you embrace? Is it, how do you feel about that nickname? Um, I feel like the, the quad, queen, quad King is truly uh, Tim Gable. You know, I feel as though it's like, I don't feel right technically taking that name from him. Um, and also, it wasn't entirely me that started adding the quads into the, into the program. You know, it was uh, a mixed result of me, Boyang, um, Shoma, Yuzu, all these, you know, amazing skaters. They started throwing in quads, so I, I felt like I had to do the same, and then they felt like they had to do the same, and continue. it just like snowballed into something really big, and currently what skating is now. Um, so I feel like if anyone to, is to be called Quad King, it would have to be Tim Gable, but then also collectively all of, all of us guys that have pushed the quad envelope. Yeah. With all the quads you have under your belt, are you looking at all to uh, quintuples? Is that something that you've thought about? Um, I mean, possibly. I don't, I don't know if it's physically possible, honestly. Um, I was watching some YouTube video that someone actually created talking about the quints, and it seems difficult. However, I think... I mean, technique would have to change for the quint to be possible, and also it would be great to be able to see like air air time, like that the max air time that we can get from a toe entrance or whatever, um, and then see like max rotation speed and see if it just like is humanly possible. Um, and then from there, you know, maybe if you know if someone does it, then I definitely will know that I can do it. If someone if no one does it, then I, I have no idea. Yeah, that's cool. I like that perspective mm -hmm. as well. Um, what's your preparation heading into the second half of the season? You know, mostly just do the same things that I've been doing. I think you know. I, Raphael, the rest of my team, you know, all my trainers, we definitely are in a pretty good groove right now. We know what's been working, what hasn't been working. Um, and it's still a constant process of trying to figure things out more, you know, trying to tweak some things and seeing if that works or not. And then if it doesn't work, you know, nix it. If it does work, then be like, okay, this is something that we want to add on. Um, but still finding that balance between what's, what's really necessary and what's just like, you know, just being excessive. Um, so, you know, for now, at least as of now, just embrace this moment, you know. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that I was able to win this competition. And I know Rafael is very happy too. So, you know, we're just going to enjoy this moment. And then when I get back to California after finals, then we'll start figuring out what we need to do for the rest of the season. 
Well, it sounds silly to ask you about a New Year's resolution because, <laughs> you know, from an outsider's perspective, you already do everything so well. Mm -hmm. um, and so many people set a New Year's resolution in order to improve themselves in, in some respect. But do you have anything you're looking forward to specifically as, as the New Year sets in? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like no matter what, everyone one can hypothetically improve on themselves in some way or another. Um, and I think that, I mean, of course, you know, I want to be able to maintain what I'm doing in school. I want to maintain what I'm doing in skating and, of course, continue improving in both. Um, but generally, I want to, like, if I can, you know, try to find more time for just myself or to be able to spend time with friends. And, um, you know, although, you know, these responsibilities come first no matter what, um, it's still so important to be able to have time for yourself and to be able to, you know, just be a part of the community, whether it just be within your friends or within your family, but um, sort of just extend an arm to, you know, to resources outside of just the school and skating world, you know. We hope you can enjoy this win. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very amazing. And we wish you the best of luck throughout the course of the rest of the season and the school year. Thanks. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Olympic Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Meryl Davis for the interview there and also to Nathan Chen, of course. You can follow both of them on Instagram. Uh, Meryl Davis is Meryl E. Davis and Nathan is Nathan W. Chen. Olympic Channel is also on Instagram and we're just at Olympic Channel across all social platforms. If you want to follow me, I am at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E. If you enjoyed our chat with Nathan, then you may well enjoy our chat with Gracie Gold. We spoke to her earlier in the year about her mental health issues. Here's a clip. So first it was a hobby and then it became a job and then it became like everything to me, that it was the only thing that mattered. It was just what I did and that was it. Everything else was not even second. It just didn't exist. It was just this, it was so tunnel vision because they tell you as an elite athlete, you have to have tunnel vision. This was so singularly focused that it actually did more harm than good. I've put a link in the episode description if you want to catch that Gracie Gold episode. It's really, really good. If you are really into figure skating, then you have to keep your eye on the Winter Youth Olympic Games in Lausanne in January. The particular competition for the figure skating is going on from the 10th of January to the 15th. And for the whole of the Winter Youth Olympic Games in Lausanne, we'll be doing a podcast every single day from Switzerland. So make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any one of those. Leave us a five-star review if you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the podcast on the podcast app in particular. That would be really great too. That is it for now though. See you soon. Think like an Olympian.